Buckle up. It's the Insurance Dudes Podcast. Um, Yeah. I know that you've developed some one-to-many strategies, podcasting being one of them. Why don't you talk a little bit about that? Oh, my God. I love podcasting. (laughs) We don't do it well, but we love it. I love podcasting about podcasting. Like that's, oh. that's all. Awesome. So I started podcasting about five years ago and I had like two hours in my week that just opened up because I was in a networking group that folded and all of a sudden I had two hours a week that, that were open. And I was like, oh gosh, now what do I want to do with that? So I wanted to start, I love, I like technology. I'll buy anything with a screen and a button, you know, and I want to learn how this stuff works. And so I actually started a blog And I started just writing about insurance. Like it's not really sexy, but I know the things that people don't know about insurance, you know? So I started just pumping up good content about what's important to know about an auto policy. Should you buy the rental car insurance when you rent a car? How do you protect your guns and jewelry and just stuff that I get asked every week. Right. And so if I can get ahead of the curve, I learned that after being an agency owner for so long, I know that people generally don't know about insurance. They know they have to have it, but we see the pain points in what they don't know when there's a claim filed, right? So like, oh, I've had a slow leak for a year and a half and I need to file a claim. And you're like, oh no. So I got to give this news to this person, right? Like, well, you know what? That's not covered. And they get upset and that's a tough conversation. So I was trying to get ahead of those things to educate people about how this stuff works. Then I was starting to listen to podcasts and one of the podcast hosts was like, you know, anybody can do a podcast. And I, I was like, really? We're proof. I'm going to do that. You know? And and this was around the same time where, where people were really just all day, just staring, started to stare. They were staring at their phones all day. And I realized it was really important for, for us to get in the phone. Like I want to get in people's phones and this was a great way to do it. So I started really taking the blogs that I was doing and just doing audio versions of them. And I started pod. I, oh, my nice. first one is called simply explaining insurance. Um, I just put out my 165th episode. Woo. All right. And yeah, we've got about 200,000 downloads at this point. So it's pretty nice. exciting. And um, I, and they're all really short. They're like five to 10 minutes by design. Cause I know people aren't going to want to listen to me go on and on for an hour about the <laughs> wonders of, you know, you know, limited mold coverage and things like that. Right? <laughs> and so, right. so they're really specific and I've been doing that every week for years. And then last year I started another one called agency launch is my other podcast. I'm kind of co-branding it with some training that I've developed and it's really just what it's like being an agency owner. So I talk sales, I talk marketing, I talk staffing, and I talk customer service and retention. And every time something happens in my agency that I think other agents would benefit from, I come in here and I hit record and and I talk about uh, anything that I think would bring value to them. And again, they're all short. They're five to 10 minutes. And I do two a week and it's been super fun. Go, so could you, Matt, could you go back to the first one? I think that's yeah. th- this is this is something that uh, it's funny. Like we'll meet a, we'll talk to agents in some of our groups, and then we'll say, "Hey, have you listened to the podcast?" And they're like, "I don't even know how to listen to a podcast." Right. So, for for an agent who number one isn't familiar with how to even listen to a podcast to then transition to doing a podcast seems almost like an insurmountable task, but it actually is quite easy. 
right? I mean, we it found is. that out. It's like, well, you just get you know Buzzsprout or something to deliver it to the internet, um, and then hit record, right? So, yeah. could you walk through the process just a, a little bit, go into the weeds a little bit on on what how somebody could get started if they were okay. to do that? Because I think that that it's a huge impact for them in their market, right? Because nobody else is going to be yeah. doing it. Yeah. So I, my two podcasts I've actually do on different platforms. I do my first one. I ran it through my WordPress blog and, and I built, this was five years ago and it was harder to, to put something like this together years ago because there's new technology that I'll talk about. That's super easy. Mm-hmm. Um, so why don't we just do that? So if anyone wants to start a podcast, you guys are probably familiar with anchor, right? Mm-hmm. So yep. Anchor is is a podcasting platform where you can get a podcast up and published and on all the main podcasting platforms like Apple Podcasts and Spotify, which are the two big ones. But you can use this app. It's free. You can get it on your iPhone. It's called Anchor. And um, you can get a podcast up and running and published in 48 hours. And it's all done on your phone. And it's all done for you. And the only thing you really need is cover art. You know, and then you just the rest of it, you have to have a title and you have to pick your categories and things like that. You can record right from your phone. And so anyone that wants to start, I've, t- I've interviewed a lot of people um, who, who want to try podcasting. And I tell them, I'm like, look, it's super fun. But the, the strength in podcasting is, is longevity. You have to do it for an extended period of time. You just can't pump out 12 episodes and then expect something to happen. You know, um, I've seen where my growth came in my podcast were really after two years, I, yeah. I saw a big spike after two years and then doing regular content, it just keeps going. So I tell people like, you, you got to have a six month plan. You got to, I don't, you can do it, you know, bi-monthly or weekly or whatever, but you have to have some sort of plan. I've seen a lot of people start and a lot of people stop, Yep. Um, but it's a real commitment. You have to, you have to, you have to do it and you have to know what you're going to talk about. And the content has to be good too. Like, the, the public will tell you if it's good or not, if they're listening. Right. So, right. So yeah, so yep. doing a podcast is, is great. And I, I tell ins- other insurance agents, I'm like, if you want to be the expert in your town in insurance, you should do this and just talk insurance and put it out there. And, and, and even if people listen or not, people are going to see all of your posts and they're going to be like, God, all this guy talks about is insurance. And that's exactly what you want to be known as. Right. And so it's great for branding. So yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. We, we just uh, talked recently about that where, you know, if you're into RVing, like start an RV podcast and then you can relate it to insurance or, or you know, it doesn't even have to be necessarily about insurance if you want to build that audience and build that um, where you're the, you know, authority on something. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. I use so podcasting cool. in one other way that was really good for my business. I started interviewing local business owners in town so that we could create content together and share their story. I am, I love writing commercial insurance and I love talking with small business owners because that's what we are. Right. And so we immediately have a connection. We immediately have something to talk about. We immediately have something in common. And so I started another podcast. I called it none of my business is what I called it. Mm. And I started by interviewing clients that I currently had, commercial clients that I had. I said, hey, look, thank you for choosing me 
to take care of your, your business insurance. I really appreciate it. Now I want to do something for you. Let's create some content and tell your story and promote your business. And so I was bringing in business owners that I already had relationships with and I'd sit down and we'd throw the microphone between us. And I did all of these in person. This was pre COVID. Um, and I would interview them and I'd have them tell their story. Cause I'm always interested. I'm like, if you're the guy that owns the gutter company that hangs gutters, I'm like, that's fascinating to me. How the hell did you end up owning a gutter company? Like, that's fascinating to me, you know? So I want to hear that story. So I interviewed about 20 people in my circle that I already insured and they love it. Like most people haven't had the pleasure of being on a podcast. It's kind of makes them feel important. They kind of celebritize them a little bit. They get excited and they, they talk about their business. Like they're talking about their kids, right? They can talk all day about it. They're really proud of it. So it was really easy to pull out good, good information from them. So after that though, where the magic came for me was I went back to them and I said, Hey, who else do you know that has a good story? And then they started connecting me with their circle of colleagues and business owners. And I was getting in front of business owners that I would never have gotten in front of. And at the end of the day, I interviewed over a hundred local business owners in town and I wrote insurance on most of them without ever asking. I don't talk insurance with them. That's not that. I didn't want to be that guy. Hey, thanks for coming on. Hey, who's your insurance? Like I didn't want to be that right. guy. Right? But they would end up asking me, hey, man, can you look at my insurance? Because we made a connection and we started a relationship. And it was the best marketing thing that I have done in my career. It was awesome. Love it. Love yeah. it. We're going hard this year on preaching the message of social media. And I think that, you know, with everything that's happened in the last year, having some sort of online voice is just mandatory going forward. Uh, if you, you know, if you're looking at your five-year plan or whatever, so love that. Yeah. yeah. So Matt Dietz dropping just tons of knowledge nuggets. What would you say? Give us the deets on what you, the number one piece of advice you'd give to any agent coming into the insurance business or any agent that's been in the insurance business that wants to, uh, fire up their agency. Oh, <sighs> That's a good question. With with some of the newer agents that I've been talking with and some of the agents that I know in my area, I think the I think the biggest gap between um, a really successful agency and one that's just kind of getting by or maybe one that's dying is the expectations we have on our staff. I think that I think that most most insurance agencies can get more out of their staff than they think they can. So I think that there's some fear in there sometimes, which is natural. I think we're afraid to upset somebody. We're maybe upset to ask some of our team to do things that maybe we don't want to do, even though I think that's their job is to kind of do the stuff that we don't want to do, you know? And so, but right. I think those expectations have to be laid out in the interview. You know what I mean? Like they have to, the expectations have to be set properly from, from the very beginning. Everyone that has ever worked for me has been expected to put business on the books, everyone. And that has been a big differentiator between the way I hire and the way some of my colleagues hire. So you'll have some colleagues that some of my colleagues will, they just answer the phones and they send out certs and they'll send out emails and stuff, but they're not cross-selling. They're not asking for business. And I tell the people that work for me that 
um, I can't afford to keep them if they're not putting business on the books. And so um, I get a lot out of my people. I always have, but I've always set the expectations high. Um, And I think that a lot of agents underestimate what they can get from their teams. And if they, if they do it right from the start, they can get a real shot in the arm in production. I think the team will feel, I think the employees feel a lot more invested in what's happening. Um, I think if you listen to them and you make them a part of your plan and, and you listen to their ideas and you implement some of their ideas, they feel confident in continuing to work that way for you. And so from a staffing standpoint, I think most agents can can get more from their teams. And I agree. And I think a lot of that has to do with coaching. Talk about coaching. Yeah, I love coaching. I have a background in it and it's something that's, um, I don't know, I, it's just kind of in my DNA. I studied to be a high school teacher. Uh, I was going to be a math teacher is what I studied. And then I did my student teaching and I was like, there's no way in hell I want to teach high school kids. Like they were, I hated it. <laughs> and so um, that's why I went to work on college campuses because college kids wanted to be there, you know, so you get more out of them and things like that. So the other thing is as far as coaching goes, the first 90 days when you bring someone on is like the most important time in their career. You have to get them up to speed and you have to, you have to micro, my goal is to micromanage them for like 90 days, really hard, and then slowly withdraw my managing so that I don't have to manage them at all. Like that's my goal. And right now I've got two people that work for me that I don't have to manage at all. It's beautiful, you know? And so, but that happened because of the work that was put in on the front end. I think a lot of agents might put somebody behind a chair and say, watch these training videos and get to work and they're going to fail, you know? And so I think you have to play a really heavy role in teaching them and how you want them to work, including cross-selling and teaching them how to talk to clients, how, how to have hard conversations with clients how to deal with billings and claims and all that stuff. And then the last thing would be is to make them feel comfortable and let them know that it's okay for them to make mistakes. I expect them to make mistakes. That's how they learn. I just don't want them to repeat them. And at the end of the day, if, if they fail somewhere and there's a client that's upset with the work that they did, I will step in and own it. And I'll say, look, it's not their fault. That was a training faux pas on my that, that was that was a shortcoming on my fault. I didn't teach them how to do that right. You can be mad at me. And I would take the weight off of that and bring it on to me. So that's kind of how I look at coaching. Love it. And I know you have coaching. So if if everybody, anybody out there that wants to get the deets on Matt Dietz, the we, deets. Got, we got multiple podcasts. We have a training platform. Can you talk about those and tell us where we can visit you on those? Yeah, please. Thank you. Uh, my training platform is, is at uh, agencylaunch.net. That's my training program. Um, it is built on four pillars, sales, staffing, marketing, and retention. And I teach things in the training platform that most agents don't get from kind of their stock training. You know, So I teach social media, how to do social media. I teach, I, there's a, I have a segment in there. I teach how to do a podcast. I teach how to blog. I teach how to do a video series. So some of the things that we were talking about earlier about getting a social presence, it's been a huge part of my uh, marketing plan and it's been great. So I teach all of that and how to do it and how to do it right. 
Uh, as far as staffing goes too, a lot of agents aren't taught how to, how to hire, how to train, how to motivate, how to fire, you know, all of these things I teach in my, in my course. And then sales, I teach how to do short-term marketing. So how to write business today and then how to build relationships for tomorrow. And so, and then customer service, like we talked about earlier, how to make sure that your customers are being taken care of. You know, I teach how to write uh, email drip campaigns using like MailChimp and things like that. Um, how to stay in front of your clients during a claim process. So all of that stuff is, is in agencylaunch.net. There's 45 modules. It's 13 hours of me just talking and just teaching. So um, it's, and then there are PDFs and trackers and calendars and all kinds of stuff. I'm really proud of it. And it's something that uh, uh, is helping a lot of people right now. And then the, the podcast, the agency launch podcast, we've talked about and simply explaining insurance. I also have a community number. So if anyone wants to text me and kind of get in and connect with me, I've got a number. It's 208-213-8809. Just send me a text and then we can connect that way too. I'm on LinkedIn and Twitter and I'm all over the place. So just, just. He's everywhere. Yeah. Love it. Awesome, man. Well, thank Thank you so much. It's great connecting with you. Awesome to have you on the podcast today. Thank you, Matt. Appreciate you guys. Well, we you, will, man. we'll catch up down the road. I really appreciate it and uh, look forward to getting this out there for all the agents. Yeah. Thanks a lot, you guys. Thanks. Cool. <laughs> Rock on, my man. Rock Take on. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. Hey, Jason. Yes, Mr. Craig. That was another awesome episode, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Well, if people want to get a little bit more action and, and learn how to do uh, write 100000 in premium, Yes. Of even the worst internet leads, where could they go? They can go to live.teledudes.com. Ooh, that sounds exciting. Are we going to be there? Yes. It's a weekly call that we're doing right now that will, it's live and it will show you the process. The entire process mm. is super awesome. Mm. I love it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Sign up right now, live.teledudes.com live.teledudes.com that's live.teledudes.com hey craig there's a new community that we are starting that i cannot wait to tell everybody about it is our live texting community where you and i are going to answer people's questions and give them free content right are you kidding me we get to talk to them yeah which is awesome but they have to opt in they have to text us at 520-214-2219. That's 520-214-2219. Nice. I'm Greg, are you going to respond to these texts? I'm going to respond to them for sure. Live. I'm into it too. It's going to well, be awesome. And it's, it's going to be our new texting community where we're going to get back to everybody that we can and drop some crazy content, free content and free um the calculator that you just came up with. Mm. That's right. The calling calculator, sales material. I mean, everything for insurance agents. This is it. It's the best texting community out there for insurance agents. Well, what the heck is that number again? I can't remember it. It's 520-214-2219. That's 520-214-2219. I love it. I'm going to text it right now. 520-214-2219. 
All right. I'll see you later, Mr. Jason. Bye, Mr. Craig. Hey, do they even listen to this on the radio anymore? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Nice. Uh, all right.